All right, here we go. Episode 54 of Nothing to Say, the fans podcast. It's about time. Is all I have to say. It's about time. Um, we'll uh, we'll say it was completely all in one hundred percent Sam's fault. How does uh, how does that sound? Uh, wow, we're already starting off with a lie. You're already throwing <laughs> me under the bus. That's ridiculous. Ah, uh, well, you know, <clears throat> well, it was really nobody's fault. Actually, it's uh, it's the the sports world's world's fault. Um, there was uh, there was really nothing going on for a while, and then all of a sudden, just boom, like four or five things just kind of all happened within a week span. Um, so we uh, we're here to cover it. We're here to talk about it. We're here to hopefully entertain you guys for the next hour. Uh, but Sam, it has been a while, so um, let everybody know kind of how you been. Uh, I mean, good man. How long has it been? It's been almost two weeks. Probably something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I've been taking a summer course, which is tough to do because it's a uh, it's like a four week long course, so it's it just go boom, 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 boom every uh, week, and I'm almost done. But um, yeah, that's that's something. <laughs> and I've just been working a lot. I've been working with my my dad, and um, that man's crazy. <laughs> Just never stopped working. <laughs> I haven't seen yeah. him in the gym in a while. I'm calling him out a little bit. I haven't, I haven't seen him. Well, he does work in the he does work out in the morning. I think he worked out probably three days last week. Good, 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 good. Which is pretty good. But he, you know, you guys, if you guys are gonna film a commercial, and this is like a great marketing, uh, film a commercial of like people coming out of the gym right after workouts. And like their immediate feelings towards the workouts, get my dad on there because he would be so honest about how much his body hurts after <laughs> these big workouts. Like I'll just I'll just get up and he is just like he looks physically ill after <laughs> a hard workout day. He's like, man, Sam, today was core and just a lot of running. And I'm like, Dad, I'm sorry. I'm I'm really sorry. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Yesterday, because today's Saturday. Yesterday was power, and um, <clears throat> I was looking at uh, I was looking at our front desk guy, and I was like, you know what? Um, I'm just gonna kill everybody in the six thirty class. I don't care. Like, so, I like just, why would I've, you do that? I've uh, I've I've had it. I've had it today. So I just walked out there, and uh, yeah, we had a good class. I had uh, I had one guy in my four ten class yesterday, literally crawling on his hands and knees after the workout. Um, over to a foam roller. <laughs> so, yeah, everybody come to Fitness MD. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll That's be great. Ridiculous. We're super friendly over there. Um, no, it's a, it's it's. I I love I I I love my gym. Um, yeah, I'm taking a summer course too. I'm actually taking two, and ours is ours are six weeks, but uh, not four weeks. Um, so. Ours is boom, 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 boom. Even though you did five booms at the beginning instead of instead of four, it feels like five booms. I know, seriously, it feels like I'm getting bombarded. I still don't even know what we covered in week one, and there's just no time to recover. What class is it? It's uh, it's econometrics, but I think we're so like econometrics is like using calculus to and things we learned in stats to like figure out. Um, uh, econ models and like different mm. things like we're doing linear regression and we're finding like 
um, the biases in um, a model or like a study. And it's just, um, but I don't know if we're doing it the same way that like a normal length class would do it. Cause we're doing like data analysis and most of the time we're trying to figure out how to use this certain software. It's like not even the content that the course is getting difficult. It's like what we're trying to use is difficult and it's just infuriating. Like I'll sit there for three hours trying to get a freaking scatter plot to come up and it's just not working. <laughs> I hate coding. <laughs> you should call Aaron. Aaron can probably help you with coding at least. I, I think I asked him. And I don't think he's used, um, it's this, it's R. It's like a, a coding language, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the, the one thing I have a problem with is when you're trying to write a code and you have like a forward slash instead of a backslash, it won't tell you, it'll just say error. <laughs> so you have no idea where it is. Or if you don't space them out properly, then the whole code won't work kills me it, it just kills me it just sounds like a bit of pent-up aggression coming out right now frustration towards the uh the program yeah i'm almost done though yeah that's good yeah mine aren't uh mine aren't nearly as uh, bad as that i'm taking anthropology and history 17b just a couple a couple uh gen eds um because i actually took all my majors courses first in like my first year of college and then on my back half i'm doing the gen ed stuff mm-hmm um, so yeah, I don't have to deal with calculus. I dealt with that junior year and of uh, high school and I, uh, I had my, I had my share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, we took it, we took a junior year and, um, uh, it's a prereq for this course. So they just assume that you know everything about it. So we're going <laughs> through like the first week and they're like, yeah, it's this rule and this rule and this rule. I was like, I don't even remember any, doing any of this. Like this is just mind numbing. Well, not only did I take it junior year, but James and I had that class at seven at seven thirty in the morning. Um, which no was, time, no time to take math. Which was not not a good idea, um, but you know, whatever. You know, we made it through. We made it through. Um, all right, so we've got a lot. We've got a lot to cover, um, and I feel like it's going to be a show that is going to be more geared towards here's a lot of information. Here's a little bit of analysis, but we're going to try to catch everybody up on everything. Um, so the major thing that has gone down, I guess, I mean, there's a couple, but the major thing in the NFL that has gone down over the past week is that Patrick Mahomes signed uh, a new deal. Not only did he sign a new deal, um, but uh, let me read you this um, right here. So this is coming from uh, NFL.com. So here's a little paragraph for you all. The Chiefs and the quarterback reached an agreement on a 10-year contract extension that will keep the Super Bowl's most valuable player in Kansas City through 2031. NFL Network's Michael Silver reported per a source informed of the deal. It is worth a colossal $503 million with $477 million in guaranteed mechanism, which gives Mahomes the ability to have outs if the mechanisms are not exercised. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport said that. Now, it is the largest contract in sports history as Mahomes becomes the first athlete with a half-billion-dollar contract and the first NFL player to be the highest-paid athlete in the sports world. So just to give you a little comparison, they have – 
sports history, and this is uh, per for, uh, this is from Forbes. So Patrick Mahomes has a ten-year, pretty much four hundred and fifty million dollar deal is basically what they're rounding it to. Mm-hmm. The next biggest deal, and that now take that that's over a ten-year period, right? and it's not fully guaranteed. But and it's, yeah, and it's not fully guaranteed. The next biggest contract that they have listed is Floyd Mayweather, which is also four hundred and fifty million dollars. But that was only over two and a half years. As opposed to 10. Yeah, when Floyd gets in there, he gets paid. Pretty much. That, and then the that, next... Uh, that Connor deal. What did he get? He got like north of $150 million for one night. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good money. Yeah, and then the next biggest contract is Mike Trout. That 12-year, $426.5 mm-hmm. million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. And then nobody else is in the fours. It but... would be another box. Uh, Alvarez. But Trout's deal is fully guaranteed because that's how yeah. baseball that's just insane. I mean, I don't think he's going to they might restructure that 12-year deal because I don't know what 12 years puts uh, Mike Trout age as but that, like, he's getting he's seeing most of that. Mahomes yeah, and then might not get all of this. Well, they also add on this article that's saying in addition the 28 million dollars um covered by the two remaining years on his contract well he'll also get a 10 million dollar signing bonus as well mm-hmm. so but like so i think the thing that struck me um the most when i first read what the new deal was going to be minus the dollar amount was the length because mm-hmm. Normally, in, normally baseball is where you see those big deals, um, where you like Mike Trout. We just said twelve years, um, and I'm sure there's you know a bunch more that I am not thinking yeah, of off the top of my head. You would Stanton, know. Um, Albert Pujols signed like a 10... Bryce Harper. Yeah, oh, Garrett Cole just signed a big one. I mean, Manny it... Machado, I think had a ten year right, ten year three hundred million. It uh, looks he got like a lot from San, San Diego. Yeah, I think right here. Yeah, they have him listed as ten years, three hundred million. And then yeah, it has Garrett Cole and uh, Stanton, Bryce Harper at a thirteen year. So it's baseball that you see these really big deals, not the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was what actually struck me the most was the length because now, I mean, I mean, when you see something new like this, I guess the first thing that I thought of was now is this going to be a trend in the NFL? Is mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson when he's due? For a deal, is Lamar gonna get an eleven million dollar? I mean, not eleven million, eleven. <laughs> and it's funny to laugh at eleven million dollars being like a small amount in the NFL, but an eleven-year deal—that's chump change, baby. I know, seriously, that's pocket um, change. And then what about like Deshaun Watson when he's due for another mm-hmm. new contract, or like so? Is this gonna be the new norm in the NFL? Is um, it gonna be ten years? I don't think so. I, you know, I think. The football is weird because you want that that security of like a long, lengthy contract because you don't know any any play you could get have a career threatening injury, right? Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks a little different because we don't see that very often now, unless you're a running quarterback like Lamar Jackson. So I feel like Lamar isn't gonna get that guaranteed length. I, I don't think Baltimore will want to give him that, but. Um, 
a guy like Deshaun Watson because he's he's the next one up. It looks like. Mm-hmm. It's just tough because, um, the NFL has the franchise tag, where they could just That's slap true. that on you, and you're you a player has no control over whether <laughs> they get it or not, as we see with yeah. Dak Prescott. So, and they can put that on you for a couple years, no harm, no foul, and then try to rework a deal. So it's really not easy for NFL players to get that big payday if a team isn't willing to work with them. That's um, why I think when people get mad at seeing Mahomes' money, it's like, how did you not get that fully guaranteed? Like, you're the best player in the NFL. You should set a benchmark. And it's like the NFL teams have so much power in discussions right now that mm. that's not realistic to look at. Well, LeBron sets the precedent or Mike Trout sets the precedent when they go up to the table. That's their job as the best players, because other players will use that as precedents of, hey, like Mike Trout got this. So I, I I'm Bryce Harper. I deserve a little bit close to that. Right. Yeah. But I don't think guys can because. Patrick Mahomes is far and away, head and shoulders, the best quarterback in the league, I think, right now, in yeah. most people's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the age and what he's done so far. Um, so I don't think guys can look at his contract and demand more, because that's usually what we see in the quarterback market. Guys just leapfrog. I don't think that's going to happen for a couple of years. I don't think so either. I mean, Lamar would be the next guy on the list, and I think you had a good point when you said, you know, he's a running quarterback. He's, I mean, and, well, actually, I think it'd be a disservice to call Lamar a running quarterback because he is a very good passer. So he's he's a dual threat quarterback, I guess, is the is the best way to put it. But I guess in the same breath, so is Mahomes, in a way. Like, no, Lamar runs way more than Mahomes well, does. Well, I know, and that's why I said, in a way, like, Mahomes is – Mm. He's gonna be running a lot less, Jason. He's gonna be running a lot less. I guess he's he's closer to Rogers than he is Lamar. Andy Andy Reid isn't gonna be calling no read options for Patrick Mahomes right anymore. <laughs> no. Um But I guess in I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that, you know, Mahomes is a mobile quarterback and I like I think he's closer to Rogers than he is Lamar in that sense. Because Rogers is a mobile quarterback yeah, he's, and he's He's mobile within the pocket and will get you that first down, that 10 yards uh, scamper. But Lamar has plays designed for him to run and be a danger for defenses. You don't really think about that with Patrick Mahomes. You don't think, oh, like we got to worry about Mahomes taking off here. You really got to worry about Lamar taking off because he set that idea in defensive heads of like, holy cow, this guy's – He's quick. I, he's going to break us out of our shoes if we sleep on him. Which he did a couple times last season. Yeah, he did that. I don't um, remember the 49 play that too, but yeah. I, um, and I'm sure there's so many listening who's going, well, could you compare Mahomes to like Wilson? And I was like, well, yeah, they are very similar, but I actually think Wilson runs more than Mahomes does. Um, or at least is the thing about the thing about Wilson is that when Russ runs, he's really good at avoiding the big hits. He'll slide. Yeah. He's got no problem sliding. So, 
um, I don't really see Mahomes. I mean, I get to I watch Mahomes. I have to pay attention to him because he's in the Raiders division, so I see him quite a bit. Um, and it's one of those things where, like, I feel like I feel like Russ runs more than Mahomes does, but the reason why it's not that big of a deal is because he just, I mean, he slides. He avoids contact. Um, and the thing about Russ is that um, I wouldn't even call him a running quarterback either because if you watch when he gets out of the pocket, he's always got his eyes downfield. He doesn't look like he's ever really trying to run. It's more of one of those things where it's like, okay, you know what? I can run. I'm going to look to see if I can throw. And if I can't throw, then, okay, now I'm going to take it and run, which is why I think Mahomes is a little more like Rodgers because Rodgers doesn't, Rodgers really doesn't run. He just moves in the pocket. Um, and Mahomes does run every once in a while, but he's just really good at kind of, you know, moving around the pocket. Yeah, I think Wilson's really good about when a play breaks down, he's more than willing to just take that first down or take that eight yards and slide. Mahomes, mm. because, and this was with Rodgers in his heyday, they could make every single throw. Exactly. No matter how far it is. Not to say that Russell Wilson can't, but Russell Wilson doesn't have the arm talent that those two have. No. And so that's probably why we don't see Mahomes take off nearly as much. I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. The dude is, no. within the pocket, he's as good as anyone. What do you yeah. What do you think this deal means for a, a guy like Dak in his contract negotiations? <laughs> well, I, th- I mean, I think if there was any quite, like – if he was trying to chase being the highest paid contra- the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, that just got shot out the window. Yeah, like I, no I hope that was a I hope that was a reality check for him and his uh, his agent going. Look, I know you're asking for all this money, but that's what the best quarterback in the league is worth. You are not the best quarterback in the league, so you're not going to get that much. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think he was asking for that much in the first place, but he he well actually <laughs> he's trying to get forty. True. I was going to say, that's not true. He actually may not have been asking for $500 million, but the per-year money he might have been asking for. Yeah. Um, so, I think, if anything, it, it'll maybe shrink Dak's deal a little bit in that sense. Just because it's like, like okay, well, what if, if – I mean, if, if you're the Dallas Cowboys and you go, okay, dude just won a Super Bowl and he was a Super Bowl MVP. Like, he's the best quarterback in the league. And he's getting forty million dollars a year. Let's throw you two up against each other, and like you're not you're not worth the same amount. You're just not. Um, we're not going to pay you the same amount that he's getting paid um, until you prove to us that you can do that. And the um, crazy thing too is, after if Mahomes plays out this whole deal, he can still get another big deal because he'll be only thirty five. Yeah, and quarterbacks like you know Drew Brees are still getting. Good money. Uh, Tom Brady's getting fifty million guaranteed over the next two years. Well, yeah, and there's there's that. And too. he's forty three. Can you imagine mm-hmm. how much the quarterback market's going to be in twenty thirty one? Right. Oh, my do you gosh. do you think there's ever a time where we're going to see a a one billion dollar deal? Um, I think it would have to be in baseball. I think so too. Um, I mean, boxing. Like, I don't really know how the contracts worked in boxing because it's like per match. It's not, or it's like per bout. It's not per year. Like, you don't get paid per year for boxing. So I don't. I don't even want to speculate on if that's realistic. But 
Uh, I mean, in, it's not going to happen within the next 10 years. Not, not at all. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, it's, it's so, it's so weird to, to think about, like, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like, Oh, here's $1 billion over four years. It would be, no. here's a $1 billion deal over 20 years. We got you for life. Yeah. Kind of thing. Have you heard of the crazy baseball contracts? That like the Mets are still paying former players. Yeah, that, that's so funny. Yeah, like players, like people who are like in their fifties and sixties now. Like Daryl Strawberry still getting paid like a million per year. Mm-hmm. Easy living, you know. <laughs> That'd be cool. That's a good. I mean, if Mahomes does that, he could work it to where he gets like three mil per year. Right. I think I think I saw a, a graphic that said because with Mahomes' do, new deal over the next 10 years, he's making like $91 a minute or something like that. That's, or like, that's pretty good. It was either $91 a minute. I think it was $91 a minute. I don't want, I don't think second was the one. I think it was a minute. And I was just like, that's, that's insane. <laughs> it's just weird how – he he's only guaranteed sixty three million of the four hundred and fifty, or he's mm. guaranteed. I don't know how this is giving me different. He's guaranteed um, around one hundred and forty million. Is is that undercutting, Mahomes? I thought he was guaranteed way more than that. That's not what I'm seeing. I, I mean, I've seen like a bunch of different things from a bunch of different reporters, but I don't know. Like, just I I know the point that you're trying to make in terms of like how the NFL contracts are are worked in such a way that like you have this gigantic number, but it's really not that number. You know, I wish we could see like a percentage of how many guys that actually fulfill the full number. Or to go above. I don't think they ever go above. I wouldn't be surprised if, if like, if somebody did. But it'd be one of those things where it's like, I mean, the NFL is really where you see a lot of those those type of contracts compared to anywhere else. Because you were just talking about baseball, like Mike Trout's, you know, north of $400 million. Yeah, he's seeing all, all fully that. guaranteed. He's seeing it yeah. All. Yeah, it's... All I'm saying is if Mahomes does what he, he does he's been doing so he's been starting for two years, he's won a Super Bowl, won an MVP, so you think like every other year he's winning an MVP and winning a Super Bowl, they gotta start paying him an equity. They gotta give him ownership stakes at the end I of know, the deal. Seriously. Yeah, it's guys are gonna start handing him over his four oh one Ks, you know. <laughs> Be like, here you go. Do you, you just take it? Do you think the length of his contract because it's Initially, pretty reasonable. From 2021, he's getting 25 million. 2022, he's getting uh, 31. So that really mm-hmm. allows Kansas City to re-sign some guys and stay pretty competitive. But after 2023, he's making 40 mil plus. Do you think that hurts Kansas City's ability to compete over the likes of this deal? I don't think I don't think there's any way that it couldn't, you know, because when you're paying that much money to one player, it's one of those things where I mean, 
It was the same thing people were talking about with John Gruden's deal. You know, <laughs> like the Raiders are paying, a t- are investing so much money into a coach. Does his, do a coach's salary hit the cap? I th- I thought it did. Really? I remember. Well, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I remember when the deal was being signed that there were a couple. There were a couple reports that were coming out that were just talking about why the Raiders were investing so much money into a coach as opposed to a player. And I, I, it was surprising to me for exactly what you said. Um, Cause I didn't think it hit the cap either, but then I, I heard a handful of, you know, people that were talking about it and I, it was, I don't know. It, I mean, it's the same thing in the sense that like, if you go back to, um, who's the name? So if you go back to the Spurs, you know, part of the reason why the Spurs were, as good as they were was because they were able to keep their guys. They were able to sign, um, you know, big name players and they, and they had, they didn't have one person who was sucking up all the, all the cap space. And I think it would be impossible and naive to sit here and go, well, no, the, you know, Patrick Mahomes' deal is not going to um, hurt the, um, the Kansas city chiefs. I don't think it's going to directly hurt the Kansas city chiefs because I think they're going to be able to keep the people that they maybe, quotation marks want to keep but the people that they need or the people that they like want to go sign i think it's going to indirectly hurt the kansas city chiefs is more what i'm trying to say like they may not lose a ton of their guys but they may not also necessarily be able to go get a bunch of guys that they may need Mm -hmm. so it may not be like a direct impact but indirectly i think of course of course it's gonna um impact them a little bit you're investing so much money into this guy um and I, I'd be shocked if, if at one point they were like, oh, yeah, well, let's go get, you know, so-and-so. It's like, oh, well, we can't because, you know, we're investing so much into Pat. So um, their they're roster is going to get old quick. I think so. They're going to be a team full of veterans and, you know, little mighty, you know, boss baby back there. Boss baby? Yeah, young guy. Is that his nickname? No, I was just... I couldn't think of an, another nickname that would signify somebody being young, so I said Boss Baby. I think it played. I don't think it did. It didn't land. All right, what? Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Somebody laughed. Somebody in the audience laughed. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> I, I couldn't find anything to say that a coach's contract hits. Against the cat. Well, we gotta get we gotta get a research department eventually, you know. It's not us. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying we have to get one, so we don't have to do it. <laughs> hey, yo, yo, John, look it up. Look it up. Yeah, I know. Seriously, like, hey, we need to. Uh, we need. A, yeah, that'd be great. Budget doesn't call for that right now. <sighs> Gosh. Anyway, speaking of uh, speaking of budget doesn't call for that. What the budget apparently doesn't call for is um, good food in the uh, NBA's bubble right now because so many players are complaining about the NBA's bubble and their food right now. So let's talk about uh, the NBA and uh, and their bubble and what's been going on there. Um, so the, the NBA is getting very, very close to starting. We are, let's see, one, two, three full weeks away because it starts on the 31st, I believe, is the start date. Um, and the NBA 
teams that are scheduled to be playing in Orlando, uh, they're there right now. They're there and they're practicing uh, just recently as of this week. Um, and it's one of those things where, you know, I'm sitting there and somebody, somebody at the gym yesterday, they came up to me and they were talking to me about uh, the season. And the word that uh, this guy used was, uh, he was saying that he actually wished that the NBA season honestly hadn't started. He feels like the rest of this season is a waste and it's being forced. So like, Sam, what do you think? I know we've talked about this a little bit, but now that it's like really, really, really going to happen, like what, what are your thoughts? Like the, before they shut down, that was a waste. No, 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 no. The rest of this season is a waste. Yes. We got a crown champion. How is that a waste? Well, I, that's what I, I didn't get a chance to really pick his brain about it, but he was basically saying that he just thought it thinks it would have been a better idea to not play out the rest of the season and then just start the next season. But but then all the games that they played this year would have counted for nothing. That would have been the waste. It would have been, the I agree. 60-odd games that they played before they shut down. It would have been, I agree. But I guess his idea is that, you know, it was a special circumstance and uh, everybody could have just, you know, been – I think it's like the season never happened. I think if if the fact that the, that it was considered to shut down – and that it's now actually coming to fruition where guys are in Orlando in the bubble and NBA games are going to be played is a minor miracle. (laughs) I agree. So I agree. It should be taken advantage of that. This is actually happening and they're actually getting it into fruition. And so what if guys are complaining about their hotel room or complaining about the food, as long as the major stars got good meals in the best rooms, I think it's all right. <laughs> you don't, If you really think LeBron is eating the same thing as Troy Daniels, you're crazy. That's very true. That is very true. I think it, I think you're right in the sense that it is, you know, a little like a minor miracle that the NBA was able to pull this off and good on them for being able to organize something like this. And I guess as quickly as they did, you know, because – well, it's, you know, I, it's been a couple months. I know it's been a couple months, but you're also – I mean, you got to think about the size of the – org. I mean, the NBA is a massive organization. So to get everybody on the same page in just a, hand, in just a couple months, mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's credence to, to Adam Silver. And, and the um, Players Association. And exactly. How well they've worked together. And... Which is such a stark contract, contrast from what the MLB was dealing with, you know. Hey, yo, they're, um, they're happening though. They are. They don't want to they, play, but they're playing. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I think, and yes, it has been a couple months, but um, I think a couple months is, uh, it's it's relative to the size of the NBA. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, they're just dealing with so many people, so many moving parts, and then you have so many people and so many moving parts at in Orlando at the bubble as well. So they're, you're really dealing with like two different, I guess, organizations quote-unquote you're dealing with disney world and then you're also dealing with the nba um and being able to set all that stuff up in just the span of a couple months is really impressive i think yeah i Um, mean the nice thing is that disney world was shut down so they really yes they didn't have they didn't have the problem of a bunch of people there no um and the nba has got a lot of resources and i'm assuming a lot of reach 
mm-hmm. when it comes. So it's it's nice to see that a a sports league is getting it done. Um, yeah, we'll see what NFL does, but um, it's nice that the NBA has been so transparent in this whole thing. And uh, I just want to see some basketball. That's really, I mean, this is what I was joking last night. This is the first time we're going to see the Kings play this late in the year. (laughs) 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 They're usually way gone by now. You, you're a hundred percent right. And I actually, I had not thought about it in that sense. Even though no one's talking about the Kings, it feels like they're getting talked about the least out of any of the potential playoff teams. That's true. Like they're not being mentioned with like anybody. (sighs) But they're really they're gonna be playing. It's all good. It really it really is sad, you know. (laughs) It's it's upsetting. (laughs) It just just hurts my heart. It's upsetting, you know, like because I mean. The Kings are – I don't know if people know this, but, like, towards the end of uh, – before everything got shut down, the Kings were playing some of their best basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I look, I'm looking through the 15 teams in the Western Conference right now, and through the, the last um, – there was a 10-game – if you go online, if you go to Google and you type in NBA standings, it'll show you the Eastern and Western Conference, and it'll show you the team's records through their last 10 games. And the Kings were tied for second. They were seven and three in the entire Western Conference. They were tied with the Clippers, and then the Lakers uh, and the Thunder were uh, number one. So they were they were tied for second place. The Kings were playing some of their best basketball towards the end um, before uh, quarantine happened. And too bad it don't know, matter. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> um, but the Pelicans are getting talked about a lot, obviously, because of Zion. But they have the same record as the Kings. Yeah, you know? but Zion trimmed down, dude. He did slim he a bit. He lost that baby fat. He did. The dude's going to be an animal. Which is one thing that I remember you and I had talked about when he first came into the league. And everybody talked about it, actually. I'm not saying it wasn't just us, but as soon as he loses a handful of pounds, he gets, you know, the NBA trainers get their hands on him. It's going to be scary. Like, he's already a freak. And he was probably 20 pounds heavier than he needed to be. And he was averaging, what, 20 on 55% shooting? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And everyone knows he's attacking the basket. Oh, yeah. It's no secret what he's going to do. And they just can't stop And it was still working. No. He's a freak. He's an absolute freak. So the NBA is starting. Um, they, I mean, it's, it's real. We're going to have sports. We're going to have NBA basketball. Oh, you know uh, literally this is, month. Uh, you know who else is shredded? Hmm. Rondo. Big James Harden. Oh, Jay- oh, I don't care about him. Yo, he's he's gonna he's gonna make you a believer. Nobody nobody likes James Harden. <laughs> nah, man. He's him and Russ. They gonna they might win a championship this year. No, no. What would, what would you do if they win a championship? What would I do if they win a championship? Yeah, could you come on here and apologize for all the hate that you've been spewing James Harden's way? The last for for years, <laughs> <laughs> literally since like junior year of high school. <laughs> Look, it's not that I think he's a bad guy or anything well, like that. You don't know him as a guy, so. <laughs> well, yeah, but from what I've heard, he doesn't seem like a, a you know a bad person or anything like that. I just I don't like the way he plays. Excuse me. I don't know why people say that. 
It's some just, of the most entertaining. Like Houston Rocket games are pretty entertaining. Entertaining to you though. It's just not to me. Offense, offense, offense. That's the way like, of the it, world. No, no, no. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dive down that rabbit hole again. I've said it a thousand times on the show. Um, but. Uh, yeah, well, first of all, it's not even going to matter because they're not going to win the championship. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even a conversation that you know we really even need to have. I can't wait to see that or a centerless basketball again. Oh God! PJ Tucker at the five, baby. Let's go. PJ Tucker. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Um, so we are going to have NBA basketball literally this month, and it's something I think we're all we've all been starved of. Um, and we're all very happy that it's uh, that it's going to be back in whatever form or fashion it's going to take. There's going to be no fans, so that'll be an interesting change. What they're going to do with the microphones <laughs> that are on the court, that'll be interesting. Um, but one thing that I had mentioned and that you and I had talked about when we were talking about the logistics of how this was going to work, um, and I had brought this up, and I haven't been like nose deep in ESPN or Bleacher Report or anything like that, but I hadn't seen or heard anybody – which is totally probably me um, living under a rock in this sense. But I just went on uh, ESPN this morning and I saw an article talking about uh, next season for the NBA and how tricky that's going to be, um, which is something that I had mentioned months ago when this idea was, was brought up. Um, and this season, I believe, this upcoming season, the one that is going to be resuming, I think is going to end in like, late September, mm-hmm. kind of near October, somewhere around there. And had the regular, had the quarantine not happened, first of all, the NBA season would already be over. Um, Congratulations, the Los Angeles Lakers on winning your championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so right now, what the NBA is going to fall into is that this season is going to end around late September, October. And then the season that would have been played, the 2020-2021 season, mm-hmm. would have been scheduled to start this October as well. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen. So it's going to be interesting. Unless, oh, you know what they should do? They should have the teams that aren't in the bubble just start the regular season. And then the playoff teams will catch up maybe like two months after, you know? But then the record in the games. Nah, are just, let, just let the riffraff beat up on themselves. You know, let the Sacramento <laughs> Kings and the Atlanta Hawks just play each other. Those games don't count. But wait, 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 wait. Are you assuming that the Kings aren't going to make it into the playoffs? Yeah, I'm assuming. Well, first off, oh. in October is like the finals. Do you think the Kings are making the finals? Absolutely, hundred percent. No, you don't have anything. <laughs> no, you're a horrible fan. I think. I think. If they make the playoffs, it would be really – I actually kind of hope they don't make the playoffs because I kind of want to be there for the first time they do make the playoffs. And I feel that's, a little cheated. You know, it's totally true. selfish. It's totally selfish, but – That's true. I mean, I, I had – you're right, actually. That would be just our luck if the one time I know, make right? the playoffs is the fans can't be there. I know. And then they, they should, don't make it for like another should, 10 years. Um, <laughs> they should open up a golden one for like – like watch parties for these games. Well, they can't do that because people would be grouping. Yeah. Hmm. So the question, the question that I have for you, yeah, is with the NBA ending in October. Mm-hmm. What do you think the most logical start date 
on the calendar. Logical be... start date. Well, what's the normal um, off-season length? Uh, well, so let's see. It ends normally the final starts in June, kind of end mid and late June, and then it picks up in October. So, you know, you have July, August, September. So you got about, about three months. Um, I think you cut that a little bit, but you got to keep it. I think you got to at least have two months for logistics of free agency and the draft and um, preseason. I think you got to cut the preseason a little bit and I would shorten the NBA's season length to where right. it, it finishes on time. That's what I'm saying. So do you think, so the, the second question that I have for you is, do you think January 1st, January. literally the start of no. 2021, uh-uh. why is that too short? No, because then you would miss um, uh, Christmas. NBA needs Christmas Day games. That's when they're okay. in. What if, Okay, that could be the you're start. right. That could be the opening night. I was just about to Christmas say that. Day. What if opening day was Christmas? Oh, that'd be so perfect. Right. Okay, so I like that idea better because you're right. I hadn't thought about the Christmas thing. You're 100% right. That is the NBA's day. Um, it's like you, so, yeah. you open up the presents in your pajamas and then you go watch the Celtics beat up on the Knicks because the Knicks are always on Christmas Day. Yeah, just like <laughs> Dallas is always on Thanksgiving. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I think – and I think that's okay because I think it gives you almost all of October, all of November, and almost all of December. Yeah. And then you roll right into the season. Now, you're going to have to shorten the NBA season, obviously, but if you, you are – I think that'll be totally fine. You're going to be dealing with the repercussions of this quarantine. You were always going to be dealing with it in the next season anyway. So it's not like it would come as, to a, as a surprise to anybody yeah. that the season would be short, shortened. So you shorten it so that you end back in June, and then you're all caught up for 2021 and 2022. Yeah, you just got to mitigate the effects of this. Because we're assuming that a vaccine is going to come into play. Uh, I mean, there's reports that it's going to happen early next year. So that would be perfect for the start of the NBA season, because then they could potentially have fans for the majority of the season. So like, right. the cap hit won't be affected. Um, and you'll get really the closest thing to a normal season that you can have and that's really what the nba should be looking for right so work i'm coming i'm coming out right now and you can either join me or not but i'm saying that the nba should start on christmas day that'd be, i think that'd be perfect i think in an ideal world that'd be perfect but if they have to go to, back to the bubble i don't think that's really i don't think i think this is a one-time thing we're already seeing pushback a little bit from the bubble as guys are in there. And it's going to get worse as guys are in there for months. Longer, yeah. So I think this bubble's got to be a one-time thing. If you mm-hmm. if you got to push it back to where it's safe, then you can't really argue. Like we've been saying, if guys don't want to play, then we can't really argue with them because it's about health. It's about safety, right? So if the NBA yeah. is really like, you know what? We're not going to do the bubble next year for a full regular season. So we're just going to delay, delay, delay until February. Who knows? Until then they can have a realistic, safe option to where guys can just travel and everything. And then it's one of those things that they do delay, delay, delay. That now you're talking about having a super short season. 
Then you lose money on your TV and marketing deals, and now the players are not getting paid their contract, and then you're mm-hmm. dealing with a whole bunch of things, and then it just becomes – it. Hey, but as, honestly, as long as LeBron wins that championship at the end of the year, it's all gravy. Here's 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 the thing that I'm that's becoming interesting. At least now that I'm sitting here, and we're talking about it. I wonder what's going to become the more logistical headache this season or next season. Well, this season's already sorted. Right, I know. And what I'm saying is, it's just, and there's no way for. Geez, you got a lot of a lot of stuff going on behind. Yeah, you. my niece just got here. Oh man. Yeah. You well, want, hello, niece. You want to come over and see Arya? I mean, uh, she is adorable. Bro, she's walking. Oh, my God. Oh, she's walking? Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> oh, gosh. She is adorable. I am going to. I've only seen her once, actually. When she's growing up. With, like, what? Love. Gifts. Well, I, I know, but, like, are you going to take her on a no, I was uncle it... uncle and niece trip? <laughs> no, I couldn't, I couldn't handle that. Um <laughs> Like Jenna could like Christmas and stuff for her birthday. I'll be like just showering her with stuff with gifts all over the place. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to wait a while, and then before I'm an uncle, it's really sad. It's really sad. Um, not if you marry someone and they already have siblings with kids. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. Is- I'm not saying that's gonna <laughs> happen immediately. I'm just saying. That's not going to count. Okay. Well, not really. But wow, I can't wait. I, I can't wait for your uh, in-laws to hear this episode. Oh, I know, oh, so count, Jason? Huh? We don't count. <laughs> Five years ago, you said this. <laughs> How dare you? Um, no, but uh, it's it's not something that you and I could could really understand because we're not involved with the process. But I just it's it's an interesting thought to think about. What's going to turn into the bigger logistical nightmare? Was it planning this season in the bubble, or is it going to be next season with everything? I think next year's definitely going to be tougher. Well, it's easier to say now. So if we if we look well, yeah. back um, a couple months ago, I think we all would have said the current season because it was just like, how the hell are they going to do this? Like Orlando yeah. wasn't even a thing, um, and the coronavirus, coronavirus was running rampant. I mean, it's kind of running rampant right now, but again. <laughs> Uh, but it looks like this season's definitely a thing. Yeah. But next season, like I said, guys aren't going to want to do the bubble again. I think, especially this, not for an entire it's season. Definitely a one-time thing. Yeah. So the NBA is going to have to figure out some way of doing it that's safe, and that's mm-hmm. going to be. They're probably they've probably been worried about it. since they announced the bubble idea. They've probably been trying to figure out how they're going to do next season. That's how important it is. Mm-hmm. Well, what's going to be interesting when we talked about this on the last episode is what the NFL is going to do because the NFL is just too big. Yeah, they're just flexing their muscles, bubble. dude. The NFL so far has not seemed like the least bit, at least publicly, Yo, they might, really they concerned. Might have fans. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yo, we're trying to sell out. We're trying, we're trying to sell out with that Vegas stadium, baby. I know that some season ticket holder, like some um, some organizations, like are withholding season tickets right now. Um, I saw that the other day. I don't remember which organization said. I want to refunds. Well, they're just like withholding the ticket. I want to say it was Baltimore that did it. I don't remember. Um, but 
Yeah, the NFL is just too big to do a bubble. Um, like, there's no way that would work. Um, yeah. At least not any way that you and I can reasonably think of. It's not like they can block off the entire West or East Coast. Well, it's not even just the NFL. Like, we got college um, college football. They're not even talking about a bubble. No. And, you get... and that's probably bigger than the NFL. Yeah. There's definitely a lot more teams in college football. Yeah. It's... I don't know. I don't know. I'm just glad I'm not the, the one in charge of uh, planning all this stuff. You know, Joe, but if you are, and then it works. Ooh, that promotion. Then you're just a hero. Yo, that pay, you might get close to Mahomes' money at that point. I know. Seriously. <laughs> oh, you thought of the bubble? Oh, oh. Give, give that guy a raise. <laughs> yeah, if you could go back in time and change one thing, what would it be? Oh, I thought of the NBA bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that thing that everyone hated? That was you? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, it was my idea to give everyone a uh, lunchroom, like, school, high school lunch food, a bunch of millionaires. Is it just me, or does it not look that bad? Well, you're looking at it from a lens of, like... The military. <laughs> well, it's just making... Like, these guys are probably used to gourmet food. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe it's just me and looking at an MRE and going, no, it's not that bad. You know what they should? (laughs) They should do. They should. um, I don't know if these hotel rooms have, like, a way of, like, do they have an oven or a stove? But they should give players ingredients and different things to let them make food themselves, realistically. Yeah, because that would know. be that'd be sick. Because it it looks like yeah they they pack it. And I'm sorry, like our listeners can't look at it, but if you've seen the pictures of um, Troy Daniels, he posted his his dinner of the bu- inside the bubble, and it's just a whole bunch of packaged food. But that's just because it's the safest way. Yeah, for them to do it, the actual food in the packages looked pretty good for the most part at least yeah, from he's my got opinion. some big ass strawberries he's got some salad he's got some chips he's got um it's cool that they they separated like every single ingredient like they got mm-hmm. onions tomatoes sauce and stuff like that all separated yeah. in different cups and i think he's got like noodles or something in that pot. yeah i think there was like chicken or yeah yeah it doesn't seem like it's really that bad. I don't. I don't understand the complaints. But that for months, like the <clears throat> say the Lakers are playing until October, and you're having that every single day. I'm telling you, it's doable. Yo, I'd be at the golf because they they can they have access to a golf course there. I would be, every day, every every second that I'm not practicing or playing basketball, I am at that golf course. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go from shooting uh, an 86 at the start of the bubble to uh, a 45. <laughs> yo, yo, where, where's Sam? We're suiting up right now. Oh, he's, he's just on. He's just making the turn on nine. It's like, you guys got to play without him. He's, he's having a worldy of a round. <laughs> he is even par to that first nine. First time in his entire life. Yep. And he said, uh, he said, have fun with the Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to go. <laughs> oh, oh man! Here, uh, 
Sam Toomey isn't playing today's game. Uh, do we know why? It's well, I'm hearing it's not a coach's decision. It's a uh, it's a Sam Toomey decision because he's playing golf. <laughs> oh, I, well, what's he shooting? Oh, he's even par. Ah, yeah, he should stay there. He's just load managing. Let him finish. Let him finish. Maybe he can come in in the third quarter. You know. If he finishes on time, you're, hopefully nobody's out there playing full slow. Golf attire with your golf bag. You run onto the bench. <laughs> I'm here. Coach, I'm ready. Oh shoot! I forgot my shoes. <laughs> you can't wear spikes on the court. <laughs> Watch me. Just scratch oh. up the the court. I, I that would know, seriously. Hurt, That'd be yeah, bad. That'd be really bad. Um, so you wanted to talk about the, uh, rough transition, but you wanted to talk about speaking. We were just talking about golf. Uh, you wanted to talk about the PGA tour. Um, yeah, a little bit. You know, what I realized we didn't talk about cam at all. We haven't gotten to, Oh, that's true. So we can talk about that later, but that's just, I just need to get that out there before I forget. That's true. Um, so yeah, the PGA's up and running. It's been going really well. They've had, um, probably less than like five confirmed cases, but they haven't shut down or anything. The guys that even uh, Cameron champ, who was positive. um, I think at the second event, he's now playing again in this, Mm. in this tournament. So it's like, wow, they've, they've been running really well. They've been handling it really well. And um, the players have come out and played so well. The winning scores of these tournaments are high, high figures. Yeah. And uh, you got uh, Colin Marikawa, or is it Marikawi? Whatever. I think Marikawa, yeah. And he's a young... 23. Bro, if I could switch positions with anyone, it'd be him. Young right? dude. He's sponsored by TaylorMade. He gets to go to these tournaments. Oh, my gosh. And just flex that TaylorMade. He's 23 years old. You got he's 13 under right now. Matthew Wolf, who's a young dude, and he's sponsored with Taylor. Oh. If I could change sports, I would have golfed from like at the start of three <laughs> every day. He he began his PGA Tour career with 22 consecutive made cuts, the second longest streak to start a career uh, to the to the 25 cuts made by Tiger Woods. And he almost won the first tournament back. Mm-hmm. He lost in uh, overtime. Okay. He has one PGA Tour win and two runner-up finishes. Mm-hmm. So he has one PGA Tour win, and he's 23. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. He's 5'9", 170. You know who's also 5'9", and 170? This guy. Right here. <laughs> so I honestly think he and I could just switch places, and nobody would ever know. Now, um, minus the fact that he's Asian. <laughs> and I'm white as, uh, white as a whiteboard. But nice. might as well, you know. I feel like we're pretty interchangeable. Nice. I mean, his swing yeah. is... It's so nice. Ugh. It's so nice. And your swing is like... <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, put some respect on my 86. Yo, we'll see. Well, hey, I bet you I finish. I have a better score than you today. Today? Yep. There's not a chance in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. Okay, how about in five years? Oliver's. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't beaten me once in five years, then I don't know. I, I mean, then you haven't gotten better. <laughs> I mean, that's arguable. 
what you have gotten a lot better. <laughs> You'll see, bro. And it'll be the new clubs, you know? What new clubs? We went to play it against sports. We got you a new club. I got you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I really didn't need that club, but it was it was nice. It was a, it's a really nice club. So it's I just nice had to, to have. Right, exactly. Speaking of pulling the trigger, the Patriots pulled the trigger on Cam Newton, which, by the way, we're really talk about. done with the golf talk already. Yo, I'll just well, get this out here, man. Bryson DeChambeau, can I get his trainer? Can I get that? Because you're failing me, dude. Wow, thanks. that man put on thirty I'm pounds. I'm failing you. You never come into the Bro, gym. That thirty pounds of muscle in the lockdown. The dude's hitting three hundred and fifty yard bombs on average on his drives. He doesn't even care if he's in the rough because he's so far down there. The guy's got like thirty <laughs> yards in. He's got a little pitch in, and the dude's winning tournaments now. He's finishing high. The man's a cyborg. He's just I must destroy this ball and just <laughs> just rips the cover off these balls the dude's ripping out his shirt too and oh he needs a, he needs to go up a size in his shirts bro the boy so the boys are looking yoked i told you earlier he's brian erlacher with a golf club he really is he let's let's see let's let's get the official the man is um, changing golf i want to see brooks kepka train like Bryson DeChambeau, and see how far so, he can hit the ball. So here we go. 246-1. He's 26. He's huge. And he's tall, too. He's 6'1". 6'1", six, 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 one, two, 240. That's like almost as much as LeBron weighs, but LeBron's like eight inches taller. Mm-hmm. And the thing about him is, like, it, when he's walking, it's not like he has, like, a gut or anything. No, he's, you he's know? compact. He's like a Mack truck. Yeah, he's huge. Sounds like you have a bit of a man crush. No, 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 no. Like, I'm sure if if you were shirtless and Jimmy G was shirtless, it would be Jimmy G all day. But, like, <laughs> you just got to be in awe of his transformation. That's true. Nobody, nobody has uh, yet to unsee Jimmy G for you yet. Is that a problem? Which no, it's respectable, you know. It is respectable. Yeah, but golf play. I I hope every restart has worked as well as golf does, or works as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, we can go to the Cam Newton thing if you want. I mean, I just wanted to get that out. Speaking of restart, Cam Newton's getting a restart in New England right now. Man, I am on fire with those transitions. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that was the dumbest thing ever? No, just just go, man. Just go. I I, I hate you. You're terrible. <laughs> we need Ben back on the show. I need somebody else to talk to. Yeah, but he's Good always brief. Busy. Never mind. Never mind. He's always busy, man. He is always busy. Uh, but that's okay. Um, Cam Newton signed with the New England Patriots, and my reaction was, so we, of course he did. We go over. <laughs> of course he did. Patrick Mahomes. Who got a four hundred and fifty million? Do you know what Cam Newton's making on this one year deal? I think it's less than a mil, right? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Put respect on his name. I think it's like five. I thought they, five mil. I was gonna say I thought they gave him like chump chump change. Chumpy change. It might be the veterans minimum, and then in incentives he can earn up to like seven. <laughs> For watch him be the MVP, MVP this year. A former MVP. He's only like what thirty one. Something like that. Yo, New England's turning that dynasty up again. 
Sorry about. I it. was just about to just about to say, watch him win the MVP this season. No, they're, they're Have you seen their schedule? Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, and their 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 offense is not. They don't got the weapons. They want, but that. they've never had the weapons. That's the thing. Bro, Other than Randy Moss, Randy Moss, Wes Walker, Julian Edelman. But they did. But they had them all at different times. Gronk? They, bro, Gronk. Hey, they had them all at different times. No, I'm just saying that they didn't have they didn't have like the Atlanta Falcons lineup of a couple of years ago, or even shoot, even last year, or they you know they didn't have well, they had Muhammad um, like new, so they were trying to get the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but they had them all at different times. They had Yo, Randy Moss at a different time, and and Gronk at a different time, and yeah, they had Edelman with him. So but they got Edelman. You know. He's banged up. Led the league in drops last year. Whatever. No biggie. He had a still Tom Brady an absolute monster. Him, so trash. Uh, yeah, you got uh, what is it? Xavier Henry, the former first round pick of ASU. Mm. He's he was coming off an injury last year, so he didn't really get a uh, full off season to work out and adjust to the NFL. So I think he's going to be better this year. You got Mohamed Sanu who's coming off surgery, um, and that's you got uh, Sonny Michelle. Who's I think we still think can run. <laughs> you got do they still have James White? I think they still do. So that's still a good option out of the backfield. You got uh Rex Burkhead. I mean, their t- their team isn't as bad I think people say it is. And they still have their defense, you know. They lost a bunch of pieces, but yeah, they still got um hopefully a really good defense. Well, they have the most important part of that defense. They still have Bill Belichick. So, oh, is he playing? Is he playing middle linebacker now? <clears throat> he should be at this point. But I don't know. I feel like the Patriots are still going to find a way to rattle off like ten wins. I think they're make. I think they're going to win that division. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Now, oh. especially. Oh, I thought I yeah. was going out on a limb there. Are you serious? <laughs> well, we don't know what Cam's bringing. He's bringing better than whatever they had. Yo, bro, Jared Sidham, man. For, yes. Former Niner Brian Hoyer, bro, are you gonna throw shade? Former MVP, you just said that. That was a long time ago, man. Oh my gosh, no, no, no! They're gonna win that division. I don't. I don't. Well, let's see, because. La 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 la. Where is wow. where is their schedule? She looks in a really bad mood. Where's their schedule? All right, so here you go. So the Patriots right now, they got the Dolphins, easy dub. <laughs> Seahawks, well they're in Seattle. Easy so dub. Who knows about that? Now they got the Raiders, probably an easy dub. <laughs> wow. <laughs> then they got then they got the Chiefs. Easy dub. Then they right. go through the Broncos, so they'll win that game. Then they go to the Niners, and they'll they'll crush you guys. Yo, people are like stroking Denver. I, they are. I don't get what's going on. Thank you. I don't either. People are like thinking Denver might be a contender. In the and you AFC. know what I've heard? You know what I heard a couple weeks ago, at least that has proved to me that not a single person actually knows what the Raiders are going to be this year. From two different people, literally in the same day, or like a day apart from each other. 
one dude was like, oh, yeah, the Raiders are uh, – they're definitely going to be vying for a number one pick and they're going to want to, uh, you know, draft a quarterback next year, yada, yada, yada. And then the, in the same breath, literally either that day or a day later, you had somebody on a different network going, yo, the Raiders are um, like the second best team in that division and they're going to be vying for uh, a playoff spot this year. And I was like, does anybody actually know what's going on with my team? <laughs> I don't even think like, they know what's going on. I don't even think the Raiders know what's going on. I think the Raiders are just going to go play. And then they're going to um, show that they're the second best team in that division. Yo, I don't know what I um, – hold on. Hold on. Brand's not working. New You're really England, losing your thought right there. New England. Well, I was going to move on, but I don't think we're ready yet. Um, so, New England sketch. I think – with the addition of another uh, playoff spot this year, I think New England's definitely going to make the playoffs. Who do you think is a better team right now, the Patriots or the Raiders? Oh. <laughs> you were just bagging on the Patriots' offense. You just said they lost a bunch of their players on no. defense. What? what? No, I'm just putting it in perspective. I'm being unbiased. I'm being well, very objective. Well, so I guess we'll find out the when they play each other. I think the Raiders are going to make the playoffs this year. I really do. I think they're definitely the second best team in that division. They were last year. They were last year. And they got better. They did. Um, Derek's going to be Derek. I mean, he's got a low ceiling, but he's not going to make a lot of mistakes. He's got a low floor and a low wow. ceiling, you know? Like, he's not wow. going to be – He's not going to be. A, he's, he's Jimmy G. No, 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 no. He's way worse than Jimmy G. (laughs) (laughs) But they're going to win some games that you really don't think they should win. That's always happens with the Raiders, and they're going to lose some games that you really think they should win. (laughs) (laughs) That's an accurate statement. uh, They'll get to 9-7, and and they'll they'll make the playoffs. They'll find a way, you know? I think nine and seven or ten and six, somewhere around there, is a pretty accurate. uh... Ten and six. Whoa, 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 whoa. They could get ten. Whoa. I think if you if you if I was betting, I would pick nine and seven. So Before, uh, I would pick ten and six. Over under nine and a half. I mean, I feel like I have to. I feel like I have to pick over just because they're my team, and I would like to be confident in them. No, if I was a betting, you, you man, don't want to be wrong though. Well, it's not like I'm betting uh, my life savings here. They got some. They got some tough. Tough game. Oh, speaking of that, I need to pay for your round today. I still owe you that. Yeah, you do. Well, yeah, I, I already true. paid. I already paid for the round, but yeah, yeah, you. Do I, I can pay. You. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so I got. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I got one. Uh, two. You need to inform our, three, our radio audience four, what you're looking at. Um, five, six. I see six L's right off the bat. For who? For the Raiders. They really got a nice schedule, dude. The back half of their schedule's um, really favorable. If they just take care of business with Denver and L.A., their schedule is really not that bad. They got the Saints, which, I mean, no harm in losing that game. No. Um, I kind of have them losing to the Patriots because it's, it's in New England. I mean, It's in New England, yeah. It, it, that'd, be a tough, that'd be a tough out. You can beat the Bills at home. The Bills are not scary. Could. No, uh, Chiefs and Arrowhead, you're getting you're gonna lose blown the, off yeah. the floor. Bucks, Bucks at Vegas, 
that's a winnable game. I mean, I have them losing that game, but like that's definitely winnable. It's it'd be one of those games where like if they won, I don't think people would necessarily be like super shocked, but if they yeah. lost, it would also be like, oh well, yeah, they. I mean, yeah. And then they got Chargers, Broncos back to back. They they should win both those and games. the Browns. And the Browns. Yeah, they had the Browns, Chargers, Broncos so, right there. So that Browns game, that's one of the games that the Raiders are going to lose. Because they're supposed to win that game, and they're just going to lose to it. They should. They <laughs> sh- you know what? It, watch, them, watch them beat the Bucks yeah. against the Browns, you know? <laughs> and then they'll lose to the Chiefs. No harm in that. No. Falcons, that's a scary game for the Raiders because those teams are kind of even. Uh, the Jets, they'll win. I think they'll beat the Colts. At home. Here, here's the thing: we they should have beat the Jets last year, and the Jets throttled the Raiders. Oh my like, gosh, you're right. They throttled. It was one of the worst losses of the season for them. Okay. They got thumped. Yo, we're looking at eight and eight here. <laughs> <laughs> now they beat the Colts in Indianapolis last year. Yeah, I think they beat the Colts at home, and then they beat the Chargers. They beat Dolphins. That Denver game. Mm, who knows? All I'm saying, all I'm saying, is that the last five games of the season, Winnable. Man, the Jets, Colts, Chargers, Dolphins, Raiders, eh, Yo, Raiders, Broncos. One, two, three, four, five, six. They should win out their last six games. Well, and see, the thing is, is that they have, they can. Like those are teams where I sit there and I look at, you know, if they're, if they're like literally five hundred at that point, and then they have those six games. Or even if they're one game behind 500, even at that point, they have those six games in front of them where it's like they would control their own destiny, really, because it's not like they're going up against the Chiefs anymore. They don't have uh, the Patriots game, and they don't have that Bucks or Saints game. They have all the big boys at the beginning of the season, really. So you get to even, or you're one, you're one game uh, below 500 with those six games to play. You put yourself in a good spot. So if they win every game that they should win. In my head, right? This is all in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should be ten and six. Lo- if, no. And that's losing every game to a team that I think is better, right? Um, things happen. So if it's a, if they get below nine and seven, this season's a failure. Well, in your opinion, well, no doubt it's a failure. Well, I think if they if it's nine and seven, but they still make the playoffs. No, I'm saying below nine and seven is pretty good, right? Nine and seven is pretty good. Nine and seven, I feel like, is they'd be nine and seven if they've come up on some hard times. And this is uh, considering that injury, they don't have a major injury, right? If Derek Carr doesn't yeah. get injured, I mean, they might play better if Marcus Mariota was inserted. Shut over Derek up! Carr. But who knows? Like, who knows? <laughs> we we can't say that. But <laughs> we can say that. <laughs> but. Like, consider just holding everything constant. If they get below, if they fall below nine and seven, that's whew, Gruden might be fired. <laughs> he won't, though. He won't. He might, he might fire fail, though. Derek Carr might. But are the, are the 49ers going to be a Super Bowl contender this year? So I was, that's what I was going to move on to. You, you, because you got now, me now, yep, you're running back. Raheem. Yep. He's so still under get... contract. He is still under contract. So I don't know why. <laughs> Bryson. He's like, oh my God, you guys lost your RB1. He's under, he is playing for this team. He can hold out for all he wants, but he's going to get fined 
to more than he's making this year. Yeah. So it really wouldn't make sense for that to happen. And this this is going to be harsh to say, but what was Raheem Moster before he got to the Niners last year? (laughs) He was on, what, seven different teams? He was an undrafted free agent. Can I say he's kind of a product of the situation? I mean, that's probably not fair because the dude's put in a lot of work and he's obviously got a lot of talent. The dude is blazing fast. But the running back position, man, you could find a guy just like they found Raheem Moster and plug him in and all of a sudden he's a star for that team. Especially in that offense that's so geared towards running. Bro, how potent that offense is with the schemes that they run. Oh, my God. I feel like there are certain runs that they draw up where it's like, dude, I could run through that hole. Because they're just like – uh, they're just wide open. There's just no one on that side of the field sometimes. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. But here's I, 15 Here's fifteen yards without even trying. Six, seven. All right, they're going to be seven and one. No, you know what? They're going to be eight and oh, nine and oh. Well, who did you have them losing to? Uh, the Seahawks in Seattle. You you got to give them a split with Seattle. No, no, they're winning that game. Uh, then they play Green, Green Bay at home. I feel like this is the exact same schedule that they just had. How weird is it that they play Green Bay and New Orleans back-to-back, back-to-back years? Well, I, funny thing is, is that you guys have, like, some pretty – you have three marquee games back-to-back-to-back with the Seahawks, yeah. Packers, Saints. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, that Patriots game might be pretty big, too, depending on how well they're playing. It's not as big now, but yes. It was when they wrote the schedule. They were like, It was oh, when they man. wrote the schedule. Jimmy G returning back to New England against Tom Brady. Oh, oh, um, against – Aw, damn. Jared Siddham. <laughs> oh, against Cam Newton. Okay, we're saying <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're gonna be ten and 0, 11 and 0, 12 and 0, 13 and 0, 14, 15. They oh, might, they might win out. They might win out. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, but seriously, but seriously, they'll lose to New Orleans or one and one of the Seahawks. They might lose both of the Seahawks games for like I know, right? They're at least losing three games this this season. I don't know. They're going to be twelve or twelve and four or above. No, they're winning. Fair? They're winning thirteen. I just said twelve and four or above. No, no, they're winning thirteen. I don't need no twelve in my life. They're winning thirteen. Because they, uh, they lost. They should have been fourteen and fourteen and two last year, but they lost to Atlanta. Like who saw that coming? Right. <laughs> so like they, that was such a crazy game. <laughs> By inches. They lost by inches. I, I know. So, like, but they lose to Philly early in the year. Sure. Totally. But then they could also win out against Seattle. Like, there's – I mean, we don't know. Football is not a guarantee. But, like, 13-3, and three, I think, is definitely a good mark for this team because they're better than the Bills. They're better than Dallas. Okay, so sneaky games on their schedule. Like, what about, the, what about at Dallas? No, nah, that's a dumb. I'm just trying to think of like maybe sneaky games that they're going to run. We don't even know if Dak Prescott's playing this year. (laughs) He might hold out. (laughs) I love how they have the Seattle Niners matchup as the last game. 
Oh, that's yeah. That's just good TV right there. It's perfect. That's perfect. The sneaky games are against the Cardinals. The Cardinals. You say that's sneakier than the Dallas one? Dallas is trash, bro. What, runs Zeke up the middle? He's going to run into Javon Kinlaw, baby. Run into that big bear claw arms right there. <laughs> and Eric Armstead and Solomon Thomas. And do I even need to mention Nick Bosa, who's looking like a stud? He's looking now, better what if- than he was last year. Now, what about one of the Rams games? Um, well, I'd say at LA is scary, but like, do they even have like home field advantage? Do they even have people that show up? The Niners, I think, had had more fans at their place last year. Is home field even going to be a thing this season with no fans? <laughs> and does that help? I think it actually hurts the Niners because they really feed off their home. I think it hurts a team like New Orleans, Seattle. That's, yeah. What is Seattle without the le- the twelfth um, man? Trash. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched Seattle go like four and four and twelve this season. Wait, wait. They're like, what did you guys think? Well, it was the fans. Wait, wait. What? The other the opposing offense actually can hear the count. Wait, we can't play against this. What? <laughs> I know. What What's called? Pump the crowd noise in. <laughs> Yes, yeah, oh Seattle is allowed to have um, a lot a louder volume than the rest of the league. Yeah, based off of like the average volume of the last five years or something like that. They're gonna make it like a covered dome instead of having that opening and then double pump the uh, um, freaking audio. So can it's they close like four I times loud? I don't think they can. They're just gonna build it just for this season, just to make the audio loud. <laughs> Arizona can. They're um, they're convertible. Hmm. I don't know if the Raiders is. I think it's just totally domed. They might be able to open it. I don't know. Yeah, but Niners schedule is they don't get to play. They don't have to play Baltimore this year or Kansas City. That's kind of sick. That's sick for you guys. That's not sick for the uh, viewers. And they don't. They don't play the Buccaneers. Like, is Green Bay even a challenge at this point? Like realistically, it depends on. The play of it solely is solely resting on oh, Rodgers. It's a short week. That's kind of nuts. Oh, it is. They oh, have four it is. days. Oh, that's yeah. They they're get... schedule makers. What are you doing? <laughs> they go from Seattle, <laughs> and then three days later they gotta play the back. That sucks. What? What is Unlo- that? That sucks. And then. D- it would be hilarious. I was going to say, it'd be hilarious if the Packers were coming off a bye, but I don't think they do that. Wait, what even is that? Is that they play Sunday night and then they play Thursday? Thursday. That's ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, a, that's tough. And then I guess they have, a, uh, they have a long week for the Saints, which is kind of nice. That's true. So I guess that's really the question. Would you rather have a short week for the Packers or a long week for the Saints? Oh. Yeah, I'd much rather have it. Because they've just destroyed, like, destroyed Green Bay in the two games that they've played. That's true. Oh, man. We could talk about this forever. Yeah, I know. Seriously. I think I think the Niners are going to be the first seed in the NFC again. That's fair. That's fair. And the Raiders are going to make the playoffs at 9-7. So there you go. We said it. We We called it right here. You guys heard it here first. You heard it here first. Do you have anything uh, before we uh, wrap things up? Um, 
What are you going to shoot today? What's your score? Um, I'm shooting for a 95 today, but we haven't played on this course before. So no. depending on if the carts have um, the tablets on them, that you can like see the hole and give you distances. Oh, God, that's going to be huge. If they have that, I think it's possible. If they don't, today's just going through the motions. True. Trying to hit as far as I can. <laughs> my my goals now, my like I'm I'm trying to stay consistent in the eighties. You know, I've had two rounds back to back in the eighties. I actually went down in score, went from eighty eight to an eighty six. What were you playing at a new eighty four? No, an eighty eighty two is what I'm really gunning oh, for. Oh, okay. Okay. Um which my eighty six that I had, I if had I I went into that so the back nine I shot a 41, right. but I shot a 41 doubling the last hole. So let's just say I par that hole. I shoot a 39 on the back nine. Right. Um, now, it's one of those things where it's like, well, you could have said you parred any hole. Well, it's like, well, I had three birdies that round, and I parred a couple holes. So I don't think it's outlandish that you I – You had three birdies? Um, I had three birdies, yeah. Jeez, man. I'm expecting big things yeah. today. Well, and the stupid thing was is that on that last hole – I had hit one 250 down the middle. I had a 100-yard chip shot right to the right on that I could have just chipped on and then Those put it the in. Hardest. And I compl- I shanked <laughs> it to the right, and then I landed in the bunker, and then I hit out of the bunker, but the bunker was like dirt, so it launched over the green down into a different side of the <laughs> hole. And I was like, this sucks. I don't know what <laughs> hole it is. Um, I think it's hole six at Diamond Oaks. It's a par four. Yeah, I hit it like 300 plus. I think I had like 50 yards in, and I ended with a seven. Those are literally the most mind numbing. <laughs> I chipped. It, it makes you want to break your club. I chipped it past. I chipped it probably 20 yards past the green. Chipped it onto the front of the green. Putted like three putted, and it was like okay. That's cool. At least I had a great drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the thing you have to take away from that hole is wow. That drive was so good. Oh, so good. I'm using a uh, different. I'm using a different club. I'm using like an old Callaway that um, Keith. It's Keith. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We. I actually played around with the first time I ever played with it. Um, I think you were playing with me. Is you? You were. Really. Is that Auburn Valley? Right. No, it was gotcha. a long time ago. It was like a, probably a year or two ago. Well, you were swinging it the other day when we went to the driving range. And it, oh, I, that's right. I was, and I was crushing the ball. Yeah. We gotta actually leave kind of soon. Yeah, looking at the clock, we gotta get over there. So we're ending the show. Uh, we'll tell you. Uh, guys, are we gonna guarantee that um, next week we're gonna have something? I think it's. Well, I have drill. Jason. Yeah, I have drill for the next two weeks. Jason. Two weekends. So we'll do our best, guys. We'll do our best. Are you gonna be coming um, home in between drill, or are you just gonna be staying there? Well, so I have drill from the 16th to the 19th and then the 23rd to the 26th. Oh, so we can, um, those two days that you're uh, not busy? Yeah, the one, the three days right there, yeah. Can Probably. I, can I reserve, yeah, can I reserve some time? We could, let's, uh, let's try Monday the, uh, the 20th. Because guys, I'm, I'm really the driving force behind trying to get this thing out. Jason's like, ah, that's rah, a rah, lot. Rah, 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 rah. Like, that's I, a lot. I got a girlfriend now. That's work. There's no sports going on. I'm like, I can talk about nothing. We could literally talk about um, bottle rockets. 
here's the thing. We have to be entertaining for our audience. And there hasn't been really much to talk about. Yo, but guess what? Now we had a ton to talk about. People will show up. People, if you build it, they will come. I'm just going to say Joey Chestnut is the greatest athlete of all time. Holy cow. Can he? <laughs> he won again. <laughs> He's got he more championships than literally any. <laughs> I'm just saying, you want to talk about consistency? How many That's years your man right that? there. I think it was 13. Bro, 13 that's championships. That's a lot of hot dogs. Talk about a dynasty. <laughs> Talk about it. I would love to a, have. The... He needs a, a a statue of him just mid hot dog. Exactly. Just face full of like four hot dogs in his mouth. Yeah, and looking like he's about to throw up oh. because he always does. Yeah. It's gross to watch, but it's so captivating too. What was that Asian? Guy? Have you seen the Thirty for Thirty? I have not. No. Oh, it's a good. It's a good watch. But um, yeah, there was that. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he was an Asian dude, and he would, like, finish and still have, like, a six-pack. And it was like, wait, what? But, like, the yeah. six-pack was, like, three inches away from the rest of his body. Like, there was obviously <laughs> fat underneath. <laughs> or, like, his, his stomach was just full. Right. But he had a six-pack. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. It's supposed to be 100 today. Yeah, so we'll let you guys know how we uh, handle this uh, 100 degree heat and uh, on a new course. So it'll be a fun time. It'll be a fun time. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, uh, we'll do our best to be as consistent as we can. Um, and uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. We hope you guys enjoy. Thanks, everyone. All right, see ya. <laughs>